0: Welcome to the Yoga at Home Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Klaus, owner and director of Spring Yoga. This class was recorded live at our studio in New Albany, Indiana. You can learn more about me at my website, carrieklaus.yoga, and learn more about our studio or join us for a live stream class at www.isyoga.me. Before beginning this or any other new physical activity, please consult your, your healthcare provider. Enjoy your practice. so welcome. Um, this is a the Flow class. Tonight it's just 60 minutes, but next week it's going back to its regular 90-minute um, vinyasa class. So um, next week it'll be back to our old Wednesday class, Level 3 Vinyasa, which is a lot of fun, and um, I can just get a lot more creative when I have <laughs> that extra 30 minutes. Um, but today we're doing just 60 minutes And um, we'll have a sort of a, I don't want to say easy, but pretty simple or basic flow. So a lot of poses that you guys have done before, nothing too tricky. Um, We're going to start down on our backs. And if you have a strap, grab your strap. And if you don't have a strap, that's okay. Okay. And then just take a moment on your back here um, to get settled in. So you can stretch your legs out long if that feels good. You're also welcome to keep your knees bent or tented and um, rest your feet wide and your knees together. And just allow your hands to come to rest either on your belly or off to your sides. And you can close your eyes all the way for a moment or just relax your gaze. If the eyes remain open, and try not to look at anything in particular. So this week, um, since Monday, in the classes that I've been teaching, We've been kind of talking about this overwhelming um, feeling of weariness, just that everyone seems a little bit tired, a little worn out and exhausted from the, um, the crisis that we're going through. And if you were with me last night, I mentioned that one of the things that we tend to do when we're in a crisis situation is speed up and um, just start doing things, usually out of fear. So a good example um, from this current crisis is that we all go out to the grocery store and buy a whole bunch of toilet paper and pasta because we're afraid we won't have those things anymore. But we just start doing things and um, we get really wrapped up in the doing. And the purpose of yoga practice is to develop a capacity to surrender, to let go, to stop doing. So crisis does sort of clarify the need to show up fully, to be present. We talked about that last night, being fully present, mindful attention. And it does require that we put forth our best effort to take effective action, whatever it is that we determine that we must do, in order to address the problem at hand. But surrender helps us to let go of the results of those actions so that we can avoid disappointment when things don't turn out the way that we hope they will. And also so that we can avoid an inflated sense of ego when things do turn out like we hope they would. So in yoga, surrender doesn't mean giving up. It means taking the actions that are necessary and then letting go of the results of those actions. It means accepting that there are many things that are out of our control. So as we move together tonight, you might just invite in that attitude of surrender or letting go. Taking the next step, the next right action, And then letting go of the result of that action. Realizing that even in this um, process of putting our bodies into these differing shapes, there's a lot that's outside of our control. We can only do so much. Just take a moment to shift your awareness to your breath. Notice your breath as it moves in and out of your nostrils. Always the best you can to keep your mouth closed and breathe through your nose. But if you're here in the room with me, it's um, particularly important to practice breathing through your nose. So you'll feel a little less um, stuffy or a little less claustrophobic behind your mat or your mask if you really concentrate on deep breaths in and out of the nose and then just carry those deep breaths with you and start to slowly move your body So you might start with your fingers and toes or maybe moving your wrists and ankles. If you started with your feet on the floor, you might just like to open the knees as wide as the feet and uh, let the knees swipe from side to side. Or you might even hug your knees all the way up towards your chest and rock a little bit from side to side or take the knees around in circles. And then let's stretch out long, arms overhead, feet to the end of the mat, and reach from your fingertips to your toes. And then when you exhale, pull your right knee in towards your chest. And just hold on to the right knee with the right hand, let the left hand fall away, and start to make some circles in that right hip joint. Doesn't matter which way you go, they can be outside circles or inside circles. Just take a moment to notice and explore and see what's going on there in that right hip joint. And then change the direction of the circle. And then bring the right knee back in towards the chest. If you have a strap, you can take it around the arch of your foot or just slide the hands behind the thigh or hold the big toe with the first two fingers and thumb and extend the right heel straight up towards the ceiling. And then just take a moment here, breathe into the back of the right leg. And as you stretch your right heel towards the ceiling and your left heel towards the front of your mat, also imagine that you're trying to hug your thighs towards each other. So you're reaching out through both heels, but then also reaching both inner thighs towards the midline of the body, like you're trying to squeeze them together or like you're trying to cross your legs like a pair of scissors. Take one more breath in. Keep the left leg active, and then as you exhale, open the right leg all the way out to the side. And see if you can keep the back left hip down on your mat. So that might require that you lift the right leg a little and rock the left hip back towards the floor or it might help to make the left leg just a little more active. (laughs) Try to reach through that heel a little bit more and draw the toes back. And then as you inhale, lift the right heel back up towards the ceiling. If you have a strap, you can take both ends of the strap into the left hand. If you're holding your foot, you can reach your left hand up and hold your right foot with your left hand or just reach your left hand up and hold somewhere along the leg, either the thigh or the calf. And then you're gonna roll all the way over to the left side. So you want the right inner, or the inner edge of the right foot to come all the way down to the floor. Roll as far as you need to go to get that right foot touching the floor. And then start to turn the chest open towards the ceiling. And then bring your attention to your lower body. So from the belly button down, everything is active, you're really pushing through the heels. But again, at the same time, squeezing the inner thighs towards each other. So it feels like you're trying to press your right leg down into the floor a little more and then lifting the left leg away from the floor against resistance. And then on a breath in, untwist and reach the right leg all the way back up to the ceiling. And then as you exhale, bend the left knee, bring the left foot to the floor, cross the right ankle over the left knee in a figure four shape, and then pull the left knee towards the chest. You can take the hands behind the left thigh or hold on in front of the left shin. And then you can rock a little bit from side to side or you can take that left knee around in circles like you're stirring a big pot with your left knee. And just notice how that feels in your right hip. So just a couple of breaths to give that right hip some attention. and take one more breath in. We're gonna keep the left leg lifted. And as you exhale, uncross the right leg and then bring both shins parallel to the floor. So your shins are like a tabletop. You have a 90 degree angle at your hips and a 90 degree angle at your knees. And then as you inhale, reach your arms up over your head and stretch towards the back of the room. And then as you exhale, you're gonna Pull the belly button back towards the spine. Lift the head and the shoulders and the arms above the floor. And then reach both arms to the outside of your right thigh. See if you can lift the right shoulder blade a little bit higher. Take a breath in. And out. And as you inhale, stretch everything out long. Feet to the end of the mat, arms overhead. And exhale to pull the left knee up towards the chest. And hold the left knee with the left hand and start to make those circles through the left hip joint. Inside circles or outside circles. And then this time as you're noticing what you feel, you might even notice where there are differences between the right hip and the left hip. And then if you haven't already changed the direction of your circle, go ahead and make that shift and change the direction. And then as the left knee comes back up towards the chest, either use the strap, first two fingers and thumb around the big toe or slide your hands behind your left thigh and reach your left heel up towards the ceiling. see if you can keep in mind that idea of surrender. Not giving up, but letting go of the results of the effort. So there's nowhere in particular that you're trying to get in this pose. The left leg doesn't have to be all the way straight. The left heel doesn't have to be reaching all the way up towards the ceiling. So there's no end point. There's nothing to gain. Can you just take the actions and let go of the results. And take one more breath in. If you're using a strap, both ends of the strap come to the right hand. If you're holding behind the thigh, you're just going to keep holding on. Uh, I said that backwards. If you're using a strap, both ends of the strap come to your left hand to start. Yeah. And then um, if you're holding your thigh, release your right hand down and just keep holding with your left hand. So we're going to start by taking the left leg out to the left side. Laying down on my back and twisting is my favorite yoga pose of all time. So I got excited about that and wanted to do that first. Just another breath or two. See if you can get that right hip a little bit closer to the mat. So maybe the left leg lifts up a little. Surrender the idea that your left foot might touch the floor. And then as you inhale, lift the left leg back up towards the ceiling. Now take your strap into your right hand or reach your right hand for your left foot or Reach your right hand to your left inner thigh for support and then roll all the way over to the right side and let the inner edge of the left foot come down to the mat. And then start to open the chest towards the ceiling and make both legs really active here. so flex that bottom foot, the left foot. Reach out through the heels. And then squeeze the inner thighs towards each other. So it'll feel like you're pressing the inner edge of your left foot to the floor a little bit more. And like you're trying to lift your right leg up against resistance. And as you inhale, come all the way back up. And then bend the right knee, right foot to the floor. And as you exhale, take the left ankle above the right knee. Pull the right knee in towards the chest. You can hold behind the thigh or in front of the shin. Rock a little bit from side to side or take the right knee around in circles like you're stirring a big pot. And just give a little attention to your left hip. What do you need here? Is there a spot that feels like it needs some extra love and attention tonight? Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, release the left leg next to the right. So the shins are parallel like a tabletop, a 90 degree angle in the hips and the knees. As you inhale, reach the arms up overhead, stretch back long. And then as you exhale, arms, shoulders, head, lift up off of the floor, reach both arms all the way down to the outside of your left. Take a breath in, and breathe out, and then inhale, stretch out long, feet to the end of the mat, arms overhead, this time really arch your back away from the floor, stretch your belly, and then pull both knees in towards your chest as you exhale, if it's safe for your spine, you can rock all the way up and over to your hands and knees. If that's not good for you, roll to one side or the other, and then press yourself up. We're gonna come over to hands and knees for a few rounds of cat and cow. Once you're set up with the hips over the knees and the shoulders over the wrists, you can take your own time here to cycle between extending the spine like a cow and flexing the spine like a cat. And then just cycle back and forth between extension and flexion. When you take your next breath in, come back to a neutral spine, tuck the toes under. You might like to walk the hands forward about one handprint for downward facing dog. And then press into the toes and lift the hips back and up, and come into downward facing dog. And just a breath or two to alternate, bending one knee and then the other, just to kind of stretch out the backs of the legs a little and settle into down dog. And then I'm actually gonna, turn around on my mat so everyone can see the back of me. Not that I love putting my butt right on the camera, but just so that you can see what's happening here. So we're gonna bring the feet all the way together to touch. And then we're gonna spin the heels over to the left side and bend the left knee. And you want to keep the right hip reaching up and back. So you want the right hip to stay in the downward facing dog shape. Don't let it drop down, but press the right heel down and see if you can press most of your body weight back into your right heel. So you want to feel a big stretch on the right outer hip and it'll kind of spiral down your leg all the way down into your calf and the back of the ankle. And then when you take a breath in, start to unswivel here, bring both feet back towards center. So the feet are still together and you're still in a downward facing dog shape. And then just spin on the balls of the feet, turn the heels to the right, bend the right knee, and then press your weight back into your left foot. See if you can get that heel all the way down, move as much of your body weight back into your foot as you can and then lift up through the hip. And again, you wanna feel that stretch through the outer left hip, and kind of spiraling down the back of the leg all the way around to your ankle. And then when you inhale, spin the heels back to center. Then as you exhale, just take your feet out to your normal downward facing dog stance. Look towards your hands, and as you inhale, walk the feet all the way up to meet the hands. When you reach the top of the mat, you can slide hands onto shins, or all the way up to the thighs. Lift the tailbone. Try to make that back bending shape of the cow pose again. So the heart also lifts up, and the shoulder blades squeeze together. And then when you exhale, fold forward. Put on a breath in, come all the way to stand. Reach the arms out and up overhead. And exhale to bring the hands in front of the heart. breathe in, reach both arms out and up overhead. Hands through the heart as you exhale fold forward, touch the floor. Then inhale, bring the hands onto the shins, lift and lengthen your spine. As you exhale, take the right foot to the back of the mat in a lunge. And then strengthen up that back leg. Try not to let it get lazy. As you take a breath in, reach the heart forward. And then on the exhale, step back Downward facing dog. Inhaling to raise the heels, come forward into plank pose, the top of a push-up. And then exhale to lower the knees, arch the back into the cow pose, reach the heart forward and down, knees, chest and chin. Inhale to slide the heart forward, hips drop to the floor, point the toes, lift the chest, low cobra. Then tuck the toes, exhale. Press the seat all the way back to the heels and then press into the toes and lift the knees. Downward facing dog. Inhale, lift the right leg back and up. And then exhale to step the right foot in between the hands. Strengthen up the back leg as you inhale and look forward. And then this time as you exhale, take the left knee all the way down to the mat. Inhale, lift the torso up, reach the arms to the sky. And then exhale to bring the hands in front of the heart, twist to the right, and hook the left elbow to the outside of the right knee. Press the palms together, and then inhale to turn the chest towards the thumbs, can keep the back knee down or tuck the toes, and as you exhale, press back through the heel and lift the knee. Breathe in. And breathe out for one. If the back knee's lifted, try to strengthen up that back leg. Don't let it get lazy. And exhale for two. And breathe in. And then if the back knee is lifted, as you exhale, lower the left leg down. Inhale to untwist. Reach both arms up. And then exhale to fold forward, frame the front foot. Left toes are tucked under on the inhale. Press through the heel, re-lift the knee. And exhale to step forward, left foot meets the right. Inhale, hands to shins or thighs, lengthen the spine. And then exhale and fold forward. (laughs) Inhale all the way to stand, stretch the arms out and up. Exhale, hands in front of the heart. Inhale, reach the arms up, and exhale, fold. Inhale, slide hands to shins or thighs, squeeze the shoulder blades together, reach the heart forward, and then exhale to fold forward. Inhale, left foot steps to the back of the mat in a lunge, and then exhale to step back downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward to Plank Pose, the top of a push-up. Then exhale, lower the knees, arch the back and take the chest and chin in front of the fingertips. Good, inhale, slide the heart forward, drop the hips, point the toes, low Cobra. And then tuck the toes, exhale, press the seat all the way back to the heels and lift the knees, Downward Facing Dog inhale stretch the left leg back and up and exhale bring the left foot between the hands take one breath in strengthen up that back leg and then exhale and lower the right knee down inhale to lift the torso reach the arms up exhale hands in front of the heart twisting to the left right elbow to the left knee breathe in press the palms together And then an option to tuck the back toes, press through the heel. Make that right leg really strong. Don't let it be lazy. Take a breath in. Out for one. Inhale. Exhale for two. Breathe in. And breathe out for three. Lower the back knee down, and as you inhale, untwist, reach the arms up. And exhale to fold forward, frame the left foot. Inhale, tuck the right toes, lift the knee, look ahead. And exhale to bring the left foot forward to meet the right. Inhaling to lift halfway, draw the shoulder blades together. And exhale to fold forward. Breathe in and come all the way to stand. Reach the arms out and up overhead. And exhale, hands in front of the heart. And Then as you breathe in, bend the knees, sit back. Reach the arms out and up. Stay sitting back in your chair, and as you exhale, bring the hands in front of the heart. Breathe in. And with the breath out, twist to the right, hook the right elbow to the left knee. Look down at the knees and make sure that the left knee and the right knee are still in line with each other. So if the left knee is sliding forward, pull back through your left hip. Breathe in. And out for two. Inhale. And exhale for three. Then inhale to untwist, reach both arms up as you untwist. Exhale to fold forward, frame the feet. Breathing in, slide the hands to the shins or the thighs, lengthen. And exhale to step back, downward facing dog. Inhale, raise the right leg, back and up. And then exhale to step the right foot all the way up between the hands. And as you inhale, we'll step the left foot in about, oh, maybe an inch or two and spin the left heel down. So we're setting up for a warrior one stance. Then inhale to lift the torso, reach the arms out and up. The right knee is bent, stacking over the right ankle. Pressing back through the outer edge of the left foot as you exhale. Breathe in. And breathe out for two. Inhale and exhale for three and then on a breath in straighten the right leg lengthen the torso reach up arms go wide as you exhale hinge forward for parsvottanasana hands can come to the floor on either side of the right foot or use your blocks to lift your hands and then inhale and reach the heart forward and pull straight back through the right hip So take a minute to breathe and level off the hips. Make sure that the right hip is as high as the left hip. And the sacrum's flat to the ceiling. And then once the hips are leveled off, squeeze the inner thighs towards each other. So you wanna try to find the midline of the body and hug in towards the midline. Reach the heart forward. You might stay here with your torso parallel to the floor. We might exhale and start to fold forward over that extended right leg. Breathe in. And breathe out for one. Inhale. And exhale for two. Breathe in. And out for three. And then as you inhale, look ahead. And then as you exhale, you're gonna put a little bend in the right knee. And then inhale to float the left toes all the way up towards the ceiling as you fold forward in the standing split. Inhale. Exhale for one. Inhale. And exhale for two. Breathe in. And out for three. And then inhaling to lift and lengthen the spine. So we're gonna put a little bend in the right knee again. Pull the left knee all the way down behind the right knee. And then come all the way down to seated for a spinal twist. So once you're seated, Your left heel will be on the outside of your right hip. And you can have the right foot on the outside of the left knee or take the right foot in front of the left shin. So just check in with your left sitting bone and make sure your hips are level and your left hip can be all the way down on the mat. (laughs) I said that wrong. It should be your right hip all the way down on the mat. And then we're going to take the right hand behind the right hip. And stretch the left arm up beside the left ear. Take a breath in. and then exhale, and twist around to the right. And you can either let the left elbow come to the outside of the right knee, or wrap the left forearm in front of the uh, right shin. And then breathe in to lengthen. And breathe out for one. Inhale, exhale for two, breathe in, and out for three, and then as you inhale, turn forward, and on the breath out, twist all the way around to the left, and then on the breath in, turn forward. If you have the right foot on the outside of the left knee, go ahead and step it in front of the shin. And you're gonna reach down to hold onto your right foot. The thumbs are gonna be on the top and the fingertips underneath. And you'll rock just behind the sitting bones and then extend the right heel straight up towards the ceiling. So it's a variation of Crown Tosana or the Heron pose. Then breathe in and try to reach the heart up towards the big toe. exhale for one, inhale, and exhale two, breathe in, and breathe out for three, and then take the left hand to the pinky toe side of the right foot, twist to the right and reach the right arm straight back behind you, breathe in. Breathe out for one, inhale, exhale for two, breathe in, and out for three, and as you inhale, turn forward, both hands to the right foot, lift the heart. And then exhale, as you release the right foot down, you're gonna keep the left knee as it is. Swing the right leg all the way back behind you and come into pigeon pose. And then just check as you come into pigeon pose. So sometimes when we come into pigeon pose this way, a lot of weight is over on the left hip. So take the hands to either side of the left knee, press down into the fingertips, lift the entire pelvis up and then rotate both hip points towards the front of the mat. And then from there, you can start to walk the right leg back and settle in. So you wanna think about having the hips and the pelvis square. You can stay here with the torso lifted or start to walk the hands forward and come down to the elbows or the forearms or even all the way down, forehead to the mat. Breathe in. Breathe out for one, inhale and exhale for two, and breathe in and breathe out for three. And if you fold it forward, inhale and walk the hands back up. Bring the hands beneath the shoulders. Tuck the right toes under. And then as you inhale, step back into downward-facing dog. And breathe out here. And then on a breath in, stretch the left leg back and up. And exhale to step the left foot in between the hands. And then as you inhale, the right foot's gonna come in a couple of inches and spin that heel down. Bend the left knee, stack the knee over the ankle and on a breath in, come all the way up to warrior. And exhale for one. Breathe in. And breathe out for two. Inhale. And exhale for three. Then straightening the left leg on the inhale, reach the arms up, stretch the sides of the waist long. And then keep that length in the torso folding forward over a straight left leg. Hands to the floor or blocks. Inhale in length in the spine. And then hug the inner thighs towards each other. Take one more breath in, stay here, or exhale and fold over the left leg. Breathe in. Breathe out for one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Let's see if you can pull back and up through the left hip. So the left hip lifts to the same height as the right hip. And exhale for three. And then lengthening the spine, inhaling to look ahead. A slight bend in the left knee as you exhale. And then inhale to reach the right toes up as the forehead falls forward, standing split. Breathe in. And out for one. Inhale, exhale for two, breathe in, and out for three, and then lifting the torso halfway, breathe in, a slight bend in the left knee, and then as you exhale, the right knee comes behind the left knee, and spiral all the way down through a seated twist. So again, you can have this left heel on the outside of the right knee. Just make sure that the left hip stays down. If the left hip rocks away from the floor, just slide that left foot in front of the right shin. And then take the left hand behind the left hip. Stretch the right arm up towards the ceiling. And then as you exhale, twist to the left. And either hook the right elbow on the outside of the knee or wrap the forearm in front of the shin. And press the left hand down and length from the spine up. And then twist for one. Inhale. And exhale two. And breathe in. Breathe out for three. Then on an inhale, turning forward. Exhale and D rotate. Turn all the way around to the right. And then inhale to turn forward. Go ahead and slide that left foot in front of the right shin if it's not there already. And then reach down to hold on to the left foot. Thumbs are on top, fingertips in the arch of the foot. You'll rock just behind the sitting bones and then lift the left heel up towards the ceiling and then reach the heart up towards the toes. Breathe in. And breathe out for one. Inhale. Exhale for two. And breathe in. And breathe out for three. And then take the right hand to the pinky toe side of the left foot. Lift the chest and twist to the left. Reach the left arm straight out behind you. Breathe in. Out for one. Inhale. Exhale two. And breathe in. And breathe out for three. On the inhale, turn forward, grab the foot with both hands and lift the chest. And then as you exhale and start to bend the knee towards the chest, keep the right leg as it is, swing the left leg all the way around behind you for pigeon pose. And then take the hands on each side of the right knee, lift the entire pelvis up and rotate it forward and then stretch back through the left toes and you can keep the torso lifted or fold forward and come onto your elbows or all the way down to rest your forehead on the mat. And breathe in and out for one. And inhale. Exhale, two. Breathe in. And out for three. And then on the inhale, walking the hands back, lifting the torso up. Tuck the left toes under. And then as you exhale, lift the hips back and up, step back to downward facing dog. Take a moment here to alternate bending one knee and then the other, or just let your hips sway from side to side. So we've got one more standing pose to go and it's what we've been working up to for the whole entire class. So this is a practice of taking all the right steps making all the right actions, and then letting go of the results of the actions. So on the breath in, we're gonna reach the right leg back and up behind, look to the hands and then exhale and step the right foot between the hands. Like we did before on the inhale, bring the left foot in about halfway to the right foot and then spin that left heel down. You can take the hands to the floor or onto blocks. And then lift and lengthen the spine and see if you can get your torso parallel to the floor. And then you're gonna take either the block that's in your left hand or your left hand and snug it all the way um, up against the arch of your right foot. And then take the right hand into the right hip crease. Now pull straight back through the right hip crease and lift up through the right hip. So you're gonna press the right foot down like you're pressing on the gas um, in your car and lift the right hip back and up. So you're stretching that right leg in two directions right now. Then squeeze the inner thighs towards each other and reach the heart forward. And then with a breath out from your belly button, start to turn to the right. And then some of you might like to slide the right hand, uh, sorry, the left hand over across the right foot and take it to the pinky toe side of the foot. And keep the length in the spine. Keep rotating the heart to the right. And then if you think it would feel good tonight, stretch the right arm all the way up towards the ceiling. In rita trikonasana, the Revolved Triangle Pose. Breathe in. Breathe out for one. Inhale. Exhale for two. Breathe in. And on three, take the right hand to the waist. And then inhale to untwist. Take right hand down to the floor or block, extend the heart forward. And then on the exhale, move the blocks off to the side. Plant the hands and step or walk the feet back into downward facing dog. So the yogic concept of surrender is taking all of the right actions and then letting go of the results of those actions. Letting go so that if things don't go our way or turn out how we hoped they would, we won't be disappointed. Or if things turn out exactly like we hoped they would, we won't be too excited. Ego won't be too inflated. So we've done all the right things to get to the revolved triangle pose. Now we get to practice letting go of the results of all of those actions. Maybe our revolved triangle pose doesn't look exactly like the yoga journal model, but that's okay. And inhale to raise the left leg back and up. Exhale to step the left foot between the hands. On the inhale, bring the right foot in about halfway to the left. Straighten the left leg and turn the right heel down. And you can grab your blocks or come onto your fingertips. And as you lengthen your spine, bring the torso parallel to the floor. And then we're going to snug right hand or right block right on the inside arch of the left foot and take left hand into left hip crease. Pull straight back and up through the left hip. So you wanna get the hips level to each other. Press down through the left foot like you're pressing on the gas pedal, but then pull back and up through the left hip. So you wanna feel like that left leg is really active and that it's maybe getting about a quarter of an inch longer than it normally is. Squeeze the inner thighs towards each other, lengthen the spine. And then start rotating the torso to the left. And then some of you might find that it's more comfortable to have that right hand on the outside of the left foot so you can switch the grip. Take one more breath in to lengthen and then keep rotating the chest to the left. And then if it's part of your practice tonight, you can stretch the left arm all the way up to the ceiling, breathe in. And breathe out for one. Inhale, and exhale for two. Breathe in, and on three, bring the left hand down to the waist. As you inhale, untwist, frame the foot with the hands, and then exhale to move the blocks off to the side if you're using blocks, and step or walk back, downward facing the take a moment rock the hips a little from side to side or pedal the heels and then inhale to raise the heels come forward to plank pose the top of the push-up and on the exhalation lower all the way down to your belly let the forehead come down to rest on the mat and then slide the arms back to the sides turn the palms down And then as you inhale, lift the shoulders, the chest, the head, and breathe out. And then on a breath in, use the glutes and the hamstrings, lift the legs. And breathe in. And out for one. inhale. Exhale, two. Breathe in, out for three, inhale, exhale four, breathe in, and on five, lower all the way down. If you would like to take supported bridge or waterfall pose next, grab a block and have it beside your mat. And then roll all the way over onto your back. So you have a couple of choices once you get here on your back. You can take an active version of bridge pose. The knees will be bent, soles of the feet on the mat, heels beneath the knees, pressing the feet down, lifting the hips up, and then using the strength of the back side of the body to hold the hips up. Extend the hips, stretch the belly. You can do a more supported or restorative version of this pose by taking a block underneath of your pelvis. And you can turn this into an inversion by lifting the heels towards the ceiling in waterfall. And if you have a shoulder stand practice. You can use shoulder stand as your inversion, but I'm not gonna teach it tonight, so only if you have practiced shoulder stand with me before and you can do it safely. And if you make a choice about which pose you're doing and you wanna change your mind, you get to change your mind about that choice. So if you're doing maybe a more active version of the bridge pose, you might want to hold there and strengthen for several rounds of breath and then slide a block in. If you don't have a block, but you would like something a little more restorative, you can lower your hips all the way down to the floor. And then raise your heels, just like the waterfall pose, only without the block. And we'll be here in about one more minute. If there are any alternate variations of the pose that you're in that you would like to do, take just a moment to do any of those alternative variations. And then when you are ready. Start to lower all the way down to your back. If you've been in shoulder stand, you might like to pop into a fish pose real quick just as a counter pose. If you've been on a block in um, bridge pose or in waterfall pose, it might feel good just to hug both knees into the chest. So take just a moment to find some counter pose that makes everything feel balanced out here. And then Take your time to get settled in for Shavasana. So make sure that as you're settling in, you're very comfortable. Adjust your clothing or your props. And then once you feel like you are comfortable in place, take a deep breath in through the nose. Release that breath. Relax the face. The neck, the shoulders the length of each arm and all the way down to the fingertips and the length of each leg, all the way down to the tips of the toes. and deepen your breath. And slowly move fingers and toes, wrists and ankles. <clears throat> Just take a moment to awaken your body in whatever ways are helpful for you. And then when you're ready, stretch out long. pull the knees towards the chest cross a little bit from side to side or take the knees around in circles and then roll all the way over onto the right side and press up to seated as you come up to seated just take a comfortable seat resting the hands in the lap and maybe even bowing the wisdom of the head towards the wisdom of the heart. Imagine a sculpture, a sculpture you work on every day. And if you stop, the beauty will slowly go away. What if you were to work on a beautiful sculpture, but your material decayed if you ever seized To progress. This is the unfortunate nature of spiritual efforts. You can never stop trying to purify yourself, to improve yourself, to strengthen yourself and cultivate the sacred that is inside of you. If you do well one day, that's good. But if you seize your efforts, You will slide backwards. That is why you must strive on every level, from the physical to the mental to the spiritual. Your vigilance must never flag, your determination must never waver. Paradoxically, through all this effort, there's really nothing to achieve. It's only your mind that has convinced you that you must do something. You're already pure. You're already sacred. But we live in a polluted world. We have egotistical thoughts that constantly divide us from the truth. And we cannot remain forever in a pure state and still function in the world. If you ever attain the higher levels of Tao, You would appear to an outsider as if in a trance, and it would be impossible to interact with others. So if you're trying to be spiritual in today's world, you must never stop striving to keep yourself pure. Once you are not with Tao, you must constantly struggle with the impurity of the world. divine light in me sees and honors the divine light in each one of you. Namaste.